0: Thank you for joining us again. I'm B.J. Murphy, publisher of News News. As you know, we've been hosting a series of candidate interviews, getting you prepared for the 2021 election season. As you know, early voting started on October the 14th, and Election Day is Tuesday, November 2nd. Don't forget, on Election Day, that that night at 7.30, the News News team will hold our annual Election Night Results Show. That will be on Facebook Live. Our entire team will be involved, and we certainly could not do that without the support of Senator Jim Perry and Social House Vodka in fact we're happy to be inside the Pump House 1906 Social uh, House and Cocktail Bar Uh, it's a really beautiful uh, facility and we're joined now by candidate for Kenton City Council uh, Mr. Chris Suggs Chris thanks for joining us no problem thank you for having me it's been a while so you tell us a little about who Chris is uh, your work family those kind of things
1: yeah so I'm Chris Suggs born and raised here in Kenton I truly love this community um, both my parents born and raised here. My family go back about three, four generations, four generations here in Kenston. Um, so, you know, it's beautiful that I'm, I'm here. I've decided to return home from recently graduated from UNC Chapel Hill. And I'm back here in Kenston running for city council. And um, again, I love this community. My family have always instilled public service and volunteerism in me. And to be able to serve in this new capacity, to be able to offer something different to my community is something I'm really excited
0: about. Well, and you know, you, you're no stranger to- to the Kinston community, uh, you've been involved at least since I, I've known you. Fourteen since you were 14 years old. Uh, you graduated Kinston High, went to UNC, helped lead the senior class there. Uh, you know, so tell us about you know, why begin your professional career here in Kinston? So, you know, I had an amazing time and made an
1: ama- amazing experience, excuse me, in Chapel Hill, um, you know, going to campus. I knew I wanted to be a, a great student, a great leader on my campus at UMC. I led our black student movement, which is the largest cultural organization on campus at Chapel Hill. I'm um, amassing about 500 members. And then my senior year, I had the honor of serving as senior class president for um, the pandemic class, as we called ourselves. You know, we were in Zoom University, but um, to be able to lead our campus, lead our student body through such tumultuous times, truly, you know, strengthen my leadership skills in a, in a great way, but also show me so many truths about the world, truths about society. And um, navigating college, navigating leadership in the midst of this pandemic, I knew the importance of or I realized the importance of being grounded in family, grounded in, in community. Um, being away from home in the midst of the pandemic, you know, feeling afraid to come back and you know see my grandparents or uh, be around my my loved ones who may be immunocompromised, um, I knew I wanted to as a leader do something to help us get out of this pandemic. But also, I knew I wanted to be back long term with my family in the community that I love and care about. So. Um, that's by March of this year. March 1st, officially, I moved back home to Kentston just two months before my graduation. And I've been back ever since, serving my community, helping out, and now running for city council.
0: Well, tell us, you know, why, why, why does Chris Suggs want to be on the Kenton City Council? You know, I love this community. I have been intricately involved in a lot of projects,
1: serving the community. Growing up, you know, I organized my first service project when I was eight years old. It was a, a street cleanup project over in East Kentston. Um, I would notice the amount of litter and things on the street. And I told my Aunt Tammy, you know my Aunt Tammy. Mm -hmm. I was like, Aunt Tammy, I want to get out here and, you know, do something about this. And we went door to door putting out flyers about this cleanup we were going to have on a Saturday. And we got out that Saturday with some neighbors and we cleaned up the streets around our neighborhood because, you know, I cared about my community even at such a young age. And throughout my years, you know, I started some teens and we've done... Um, a tremendous amount of work for seven years now, advocating for our community, responding to disasters like hurricanes Matthew and Florence, um, the COVID-19 pandemic, empowering young people to make a difference. So I see City Council as an opportunity for me to continue serving, um, you know, doing some of the things I've already been doing, but also being able to implement some of the ideas and visions I have for this community, and continue, you know, leveraging city resources and support to make Kenton a better place. I think we have a great local government here with lots of room for improvement, but also lots of great people, great folks who work in our city departments, and um, I think we need leaders who can offer some of the skills and um, skill sets that I can. Well,
0: let's talk a little some more on the policy side now. Uh, As you know, I've been, and you may or may not know, I've been critical myself of the last two attempts by the mayor and some members of the council, not everybody, but some members to give themselves pay raises last year and, and earlier this year. What do you really think is a, a fair compensation or wage for members of the council and the mayor?
1: Right, yeah, I think there's lots of considerations to go into place, you know. One, there's no reason that the, the mayor city council should, you know, be looking to have a salary comparable to maybe Charlotte or, or even a metropolitan city like Atlanta or New York, you know. But at the same time, we want our city leadership to be able to be something that regular folks can obtain and be a part of. It shouldn't be something that, you know folks are you know i don't think 500 a, a month is adequate compensation for a city council member um that's point blank period um you know i also think that um it's not something that folks should be seeking a job for just to get paid you know you know the fine folks on our city council throughout years have also been business leaders in our community or working in education and you know it's a part-time job and i think that's something that folks are vying to be on the city council also need to realize is that you know you're not here to micromanage the city staff or manage and be involved in day-to-day operations but as a city leader you're here to provide strategic visioning and um, ideas and policies for the city staff to implement so um, i do think there's some consideration has to be in place to make sure that it's a uh, something that folks can survive or, or feel adequately compensated for.
0: But I don't think it's n- anything, you know, that would be comparable to a full-time job. No, Understandable. You know, right now, you think of uh, jobs in, in the city uh, itself. There are three major departments without a, uh, an official leader. you right. got interim, but, you know, we're, we're missing a city manager and a police chief and a planning director now. What, of those three positions, what do you think is the most important to solve Right now, and what is, it, who is it, what is it you're looking for in that person? For me, my biggest priority, you know, if elected to the
1: City Council and we get sworn in in December, um, my biggest priority is for us to identify and hire a city manager. Um, I don't think we can start having, you know, we can definitely have some large level, broad discussions about the planning director or the police chief. Uh, but we have to have a city manager and we have to, have, as a council mayor, be able to communicate what exactly we want in those other positions, what type of planning, what type of vision we want to have as a community um, so that the city manager can actually implement and, and conduct hiring searches for those positions. So um, the first, my first priority would be identifying and hiring a city manager and in a city manager, I just, I want somebody who is. I want to be full of integrity. You know, you have to have integrity if you're going to be leading a city like Kentston, if you're going to be leading any position, you have to be a person of integrity, somebody who can do what's right when nobody's watching, when everybody's watching, Um, someone that our city leaders and our community can trust to do the right thing for Kentston. And um, we're a community that's, you know, not shy of any challenges or problems. We have our fair share of those. And I want a leader who's flexible and able to respond to those issues quickly transparently and you know with the 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 cares and considerations of Kinston citizens in mind at all times
0: and and thinking about the the problems and we could talk all day about the great things about our community and the strengths and and the weaknesses the challenges we have but there was one issue that you think is most pressing right now What, what do you think that would be and as a council member how would you help solve it
1: the number one pressing issue for me would be really the the lack of vision, the lack of planning at, at the, the city level, the city leadership level. Um, you know, the fact that we are, you know, in that void of not having a city manager, a police chief, and planning director, uh, then we have to immediately hire somebody. You know, that's, that's my biggest priority. I think that's one of the top issues. Um, we can't start just trying to, you know, say we want to solve the housing problem or the crime problem or any other issues if we don't want to have a city leader who, you know, works for the city council and mayor and can help implement some of our ideas and visions. Uh, we can't get any of that done without a city manager. Um, at the same time, I would say, you know, in terms of our other issues, too, um, developing a strategic plan. I think so often, you know, leaders at all levels, not just here in Kentston, but even on the state and federal level, we get so caught up in the now. You know, what's happening right now today? You know, what can I do to look good today or or make folks feel good tomorrow? But we really need to think strategically about where we want to see Kenton go in the four years that we'll be serving on the board, um, you know, 10, 15, 25 years from now. Thinking strategically about where we want to see our city go um, in the future and how can we trust our city leaders and develop plans and initiatives to really get us to that point so yeah my first priority my biggest issue and concern right now is finding us a city manager and ensuring
0: that somebody who can really. Uh, we all as a community can trust. I'll shift gears just for a second on this last question. It has to do with the economy here. Uh, There are several businesses downtown and elsewhere who have had trouble finding uh, employees. In fact, so much so that they started closing on Mondays to give their employees a break, as well as uh, to tell the community, hey, we we really desperately need the help. Uh, is, is there anything the city of Kingston can do to help these businesses get employees back so they can reopen on Mondays? As a,
1: a city leader, one thing I look forward to doing is really researching into resources being offered by our state government. You know, We have a great um, North Carolina Department of Commerce, um, as well as the federal government as well has a lot of lots of programs out there that small businesses such as the ones here in Kenton can utilize for support whether those are grants or loans as well as just even training and, um, and support from their staff members to really make sure that these businesses are set up for success. And oftentimes the businesses here in Kenton, especially a rural community like Kenton and many others in East North Carolina, we don't know about the same resources and opportunities that folks in our larger metropolitan cities might be aware of. So as a city leader, I do look forward to communicating those resources to our businesses to make sure they have just as much of an opportunity to survive and thrive as any other business across the state. Um, you know, lastly, there has been support over the over the recent months through the American Rescue Plan Act from the federal government, where municipalities like Kenton, as well as county governments as well like Lenore County, have received funding. And some of that funding can go towards grant programs or um, incubator programs or other economic development initiatives for their communities. So, you know, when major funding comes like like that from the federal government, such as I think the 6.2 million dollars the city of Kenton might have received, you know, we need to be as city leaders strategic about how we use that funds, how we use those funds and can we leverage those funds to support our local businesses and improve our local economy.
0: Now, if you could kind of give a closing argument. I'm Chris Suggs. I'm mm-hmm. running for Kansas City Council. This is why you should vote for me. You know, tell the community why, uh, why they should vote for you when it comes. Early voting is happening now and uh, Tuesday, November 2nd.
1: Yeah, early voting is happening now through October 30th, the election day on November 2nd, and I hope when the citizens of Kansas mm-hmm. go to cast their ballot for mayor and two city council members that I'm one of their choices. You know, again, as I've stated earlier, I love this community. I um, decided to come home to Kent State after graduating from UNC because of how much I care about this community, how much potential I see in this community, and the work and the ideas I have to really make it a better place. Um, I'm not in this for any, you know, personal agenda. Um, I don't even know where my future might take, my future career might take me. Um, but right now, what I do know is that Kenston, we have a great opportunity here to make some critical changes um, to make and to make a real impact. And that's what I want to happen here in Kenston. I want us to be able to say that we made a difference here, not just to focus on our city council and the city leadership, but as a community collectively. And I think, you know, most importantly, as a city leader, I look forward to Showing folks that you don't even have to be in an elected position to make a difference. And I think that my work over the last seven years with Kent teens and other programs I've been involved in is also a testament to that, that any regular old citizen, any regular old young person like myself, um, can get involved in Kent's today and make some positive changes for our community. And as a city leader, I hope to, you know, really empower and amplify the work that folks every day in our businesses, our nonprofit organizations, and in our schools are doing to make a difference and supporting them with the, the resources, with the infrastructure, even just the, the name and influence that we have, the city leadership, supporting them to know that they are cared about and that we, we are, and
0: that we appreciate what they're doing. Wonderful. Well, look, thank you so much, Chris, for, for joining us today. Uh, thank you for your willingness to step up, put your name on the ballot, yeah. uh, and run for office. And we wish you most uh, much success in that endeavor. Thank you. I uh, also want to say a big thank you to everybody who's watching uh, this broadcast. And don't forget that Tuesday, November 2nd uh, is election night, 7.30 p.m. that evening on Facebook Live. As soon as we go on air at 7.30, we will have the, the first numbers from One Stop Early Voting. Uh, absentee ballots we will have those numbers. We'll, we'll get those up uh, very quickly that evening. And we couldn't do that Facebook Live election night's results show without support of Senator Jim Perry uh, and Social House Park, and what a beautiful facility we're in. And don't forget, early voting is happening now. So go ahead and make sure you exercise your right to uh, your right to vote. And also, if you go check out newsnews.com, you click on the subscribe button. We have a free daily newsletter, all the day's headlines. Uh, Come right in your inbox at 7 a.m. Just go to newsnews.com, click subscribe, put in your information, and we'll get that to you. And lastly on that, if you like breaking news, we do have a breaking news text alert system. Just text the keyword NN to 484848. That's NN to 484848. And you'll get our breaking news coverage. Again, Chris, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we look forward to seeing you here real soon. And thank you all for, for joining us. Don't forget to join us on Tuesday, November 2nd at 730. Have a great day.